Nerds, my name is Caleb, and this week's special guest is Scott Higa from The Christian Nerd. Scott, how are you doing? I'm well, Caleb. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really, really appreciate it. Anytime anyone asks me to be on their show, I'm like, me? Kind of like in Arrested Development, or like, her? Like, me? Are you sure? You know what you mean? Like, <laughs> somebody else with a Christian nerdy podcast, because there's lots of us these days. But uh, I really am very grateful. You've been, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. All I say, awesome. I'm excited, and thank you for having me. <laughs> well, I have been listening to Scott for quite a while now, and I've gotten to know him. We actually started uh, kind of communicating last year, I think. We were playing Animal Crossing a little bit. That's right. And, uh, he and came then, on my yeah, island. You, you, you like messaged me, or like, I was. We were watching, I think Isaac on Twitch, and you're like, "Yeah, me and your wife are on Animal Crossing." I'm like, "What is going on? Like, <laughs> like how does my wife, who is sitting next to me on the couch, even know to interact with this person in Tennessee? I'm not trying to dox you right now. Like in Tennessee, who I'm with on it, like Twitch. Like, what is happening? I needed potatoes, and she had potatoes, so." You know? I didn't even know she was part of the Nog Squad on Facebook. Like that's how it the connection was made. I did not. I was that's a special shout out right there. <laughs> yeah, but leave your dreams and share your memes and unfollow the people who post too much stuff that's not funny. <laughs> I would and never share say that your... on Tony's show or my show. But and share your Animal Crossing vegetables. And share like I I hope because it used to be like all social media was good for when Animal Crossing first started was turnip prices. Like that's all. Like social media went from complaining about everything to like, what are your turnip prices? And we all got good turnip prices. And then everybody stopped playing Animal Crossing. So I don't know how we get good turnip prices again. It's it's one of the craziest mysteries. I mean, luckily I have my wife. I'm just like, oh, did you check your turnip prices today? And I look at her. She sits right across from me and she like quickly gets on while she's at her desk. Nope. Well, I, I guess like, I, I used to I track to them and like the predictive of is it going to be a big spike or a small spike? I mean, all that stuff all the time. And now I have 60 million bells in the bank and I don't know what to do with them. I mean, I don't know, man, when you're when you're that loaded, I don't know. That, that like yeah I, I mean it's, it's like I'm like I'm like the Bill Gates of Animal Crossing New Horizon really like it's at this point I need to like figure out like I just need to start Animal Crossing philanthropy because Alicia's getting ready to blow up our island and start over because when we first started I was the like original one mm -hmm. and so I was in charge of everything but now she's the one who plays and so she said I'm gonna restart the island and I'm gonna be in charge and I don't even know if I get a space on the island anymore which is totally fine but I've got sixty million bells. <laughs> And I have to figure out what to do with them before our island explodes. I mean, spend it on, uh, you know, just give it away. Be, you know, I think I that's what know. I'm going to do. Know, man. Just, just, just going to visit random people's islands. Just leave. Yeah, be like, here's a, a blessing. Pocket full, Bam. Of pocket full of bells just for you. Exactly. <laughs> well, if you guys didn't know, we are talking about Animal Crossing. Uh, on this yeah. <laughs> on our Ted Lasso episode, we are talking about Animal Crossing. This is what happens when people invite me on their shows, Caleb. <laughs> I don't know what to talk. I I I I am off the rails. <laughs> we just uh, it's just a little bit. Well, just, you know, just a bit. It's your first time on the Mountain Nerds. We this is what we do. So okay. I, I I can derail for hours. I was actually a guest on Geeks Under Grace podcast, and I literally talked about Animal Crossing for probably a good twenty five minutes. And they're like, "This is not even the episode." Uh, <laughs> well, you're the host. Stop me! Like, <laughs> you know, that's on you. Uh, I can't help it. I have a problem. All right. This is a full spoiler review of Ted Lasso. So if you haven't watched seasons the, one and two, right? Yes, that is correct. If you haven't watched thing. both seasons, go and watch that and then come back and listen to this episode. Um, you and if you're on the fence about whether or not you should watch the show, you absolutely should. I was proselytizing this show for over a year. Telling, look, get your free trial to Apple TV plus mm -hmm. stop watching what like stop watching arcane i don't care don't watch the wheel of time like take your seven day trial watch all seven episodes of ted lasso and then get back to those things that'll still be waiting for you mm-hmm mm -hmm. get back to like best. mythic quest or something that's uh, on apple tv so i guess you'd have to binge that too i, I guess no. or just spend 4.99 a month you know like <laughs> Yeah, to this point, you know, I think, like you know, when you're in church and like for just one less cup of coffee, you blah, 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 like for one less cup of coffee, you could please yourself with Ted Lasso. 
exactly. That almost sounds like I should say phrasing, but um... <laughs> <laughs> phrasing. Oh my gosh. Well, like I said, I've been knowing Scott for it's it's been about a year now, I think. But uh, he's a great guy. The Christian Nerd is his podcast. Scott, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, I can. So I started The Christian Nerd in 2011. So going on 11 years of The Christian Nerd, it originally started as a blog because uh, I wanted to, I'd, I'd gone to seminary and I'd been out of seminary for about three or four years and I wasn't writing anything and I wanted to keep that skill sharp. So I thought I need to start blogging regularly. So I started a blog before that and it didn't really last for very long. And then I thought, all right, I need something that I will be committed to writing about with regularity. I'm like, well, I love Jesus and I love Star Wars. And that's basically what the Christian nerd is. It's an examination of the intersection between the Christian faith and nerd culture. And so I started it and I started on whatever the first Monday was in 2011. And for about five years, I published a post every single day, Monday through Friday. So oh, I mean, wow. there's over 1500 posts that I wrote at the, at the Christian nerd. And then in 2015, I started the Christian nerd podcast with my former co-host Ron and we did that together for about, I don't know, I think it was like two years. And then he stopped being a part of it. And then I relaunched it. And now I record, I release an episode on Mondays and Fridays. And I mean, you listen to my show, Caleb. I talk about nerd news. I talk about Marvel and Star Wars and Star Trek and all the nerdy stuff. But really what it is, is I treat my podcast as 20 minutes of free therapy where I talk about what Jesus is doing in my life. Um, and yeah, so I, I'm, I'm a pastor. I'm a pastor at heart. So anytime I create or do anything, I don't want to just do it for the sake of doing it. I want to do it to encourage people, mm -hmm. uh, to encourage people just to make them happier, to let them know that there's reasons for hope, there's reasons for joy, and, and to glorify God. Um, and so if I can do that by, you know, unpacking Eternals or you know, Hawkeye is coming out soon or whenever this releases, it's already out. I'm sure it's great. You've loved it. Uh, you know, if I can do that by talking about nerdy stuff and helping people see really how God's already speaking to them through the stories that they love, then but that's what it's all about. That's it. And and I really do enjoy Scott listening to your podcast because it's like I I get that, you know, you, you do talk a lot of different podcasts are like a lot of different mine. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, we have Christian values, but we don't really have the, you know, we don't really do the kind of devotional part at the end, but I, I really do enjoy that. I mean, that's, that's really a, a fun part of my uh, Mondays and Fridays. Thank um, you very much. And it, it really, you know, there's, there's some that I really get a lot out of. So I, I really appreciate you just doing that, Scott. There's some uh, that I get nothing out of. I'm like this <laughs> there's, guy, there's, but there's uh, some that are really good. Uh, what's the two times it's, speed? It's real hit miss, more miss <laughs> than hit. Like if you were, if you were in the major leagues, like you'd be right, right underneath the Mendoza line. But like, you know, just hanging on. Like, thankfully though, you got, you got good speed. You got other tools. So you're not getting knocked down to AAA, but you know, just, just, you know, just a solid single every other day. Is and there, there's some I'm just, oof, oof. Exactly. Ooh, ego, what so, you thinking? No, I'm just too. joking. <laughs> me too. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I say? Oh my goodness. But yes, it, it awesome. Go give the Christian nerd a listen. You could find, I'm, I think you're on what, everything, I yeah, guess. Yeah, anything you are listening to on your device uh just go to the christianer.com or just email me and i'll send you the file i mean if you really want that. <laughs> that's how i get them i mean yeah i mean like yeah i i actually i i, I do a transcription <laughs> of the show and then i call caleb on his way to work and i it's just read i verbatim i read to him the show and then I hang up and then we move on with our days. He also sends me a package with like, it's like a ship in a bottle, but like the whole, like uh, there's a thumb drive in it and it's yep. every week. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. The service yeah. that Scott gives with this podcast yeah. is most amazing. of my Mondays and, and Fridays now are just spent actually calling people and just giving them the <laughs> podcast live. <laughs> well, Scott is awesome. Go give him a listen and uh, check him out. Um, like I said, wherever, uh, wherever you listen, he is also on social media. So go check out that. He posts some fun stuff. I comment every once in a while, probably something yeah. sarcastic. I don't even know. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, like at this point, my social media are pictures of my kids, uh, and our dog who is not in the bedroom right now. Cause he would be freaking out <laughs> social. Like, see, like I like social media. I love social media, mm -hmm. but as the older I get, I realize all I want out of social media is like, just show me pictures of your kids and show me pictures of your dogs. Like, I don't That's care what house you're in. 
like we're getting to Christmas, right? Where everyone's going to post that video of pentatonic singing some song. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you'll get so many chills. Watch. I'm like, no, I didn't. I don't care about a bunch of 20 year olds singing in Send harmony. Send me your dog. Yes. Like if you have a dog, post your dog. If you have kids, post your kids. Food. <laughs> Please post pictures of food. I want to see that too. That's all my algorithm is now on Instagram. It's pictures NCS of food. Scott sends me. He calls me. I call him. And I'm like, hey, Scott, I'm, I'm sending you something. And I buy mail. I take a picture yeah. of my food and mail it snail yeah. mail. He gets yeah. it. And he actually, And then he, and he cuts off a little piece of whatever he's eating, also puts it in the envelope. Just, and then by the time I get it four or five days later, it's not as good as it was in the picture. But I still and, try it every time. And that's the service the Mountain Nerds offers. It, so, it I mean, you know, it's, we're fully let, let Taylor know last week's dinner wasn't that great. <laughs> uh, but I know, you know, you got other mouths to feed. Kids can be picky. So but just, you know, just pick it up a little bit. You know, don't be, you know, mix it, mix in a little spice and everything nice. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what we do. Full yeah, service. Exactly. Um, but like we stated before, we are talking. Try, let, let, try, try, try the name brand macaroni. Cheese. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, you know, like craft. Just try it. Like, Dude, I don't even I know. Can't. Like Kroger. It's Aldi, Is there it's a Kroger? Aldi brand. It's Aldi, Aldi brand all the way. It's Aldi brand all the way. Okay. Here's the thing about Aldi. Sorry. We'll get back to it. Like my, I don't <laughs> shop at Aldi, not because I'm better than it, but because I'm obsessed with Costco. But my mom will shop at Aldi and I'll, we'll, we'll go and like, we'll have Aldi potato chips. And they're cheaper, right? Like the, the bag mm-hmm. of potato chips is cheaper. It's because they cut those freaking potatoes razor thin. <laughs> like there's the same number of chips, but the mass is much smaller because the chips are so thin. They're like paper thin chips. Once again, you thought you were coming to this podcast to listen to Ted Lasso, but it's really to rant about potato chips and Aldi. <laughs> it's <laughs> I don't know, man. This is what, like, when I'm not on my show, I'm like, yeah, let's take the guardrails off and let's complain about something I've never complained about before. You brought up Aldi. It's your fault. <laughs> it is true. I'll, I'll also, I'm one. drinking this Lemoncello LaCroix, and it's not very good, but I have, like, eight of them, so I'm trying to power my way through it so I can gross. get back to drinking key lime. That is, that is gross. How do you feel about fizzy water, Caleb? It's disgusting. What do you, do you just I, drink water? I, I die do you drink on soda? No, I don't drink soda. Do you I drink haven't coffee? had soda in, like, 15 years. Oh my gosh. Uh, coffee. No, I mainly drink sweet tea. And I know that's a little, I'm from the South. All right. We drink us some sweet hey man. tea. You're, you're what? Like, I, you're, are you still in Tennessee? It's a large yeah. state, right? Okay. Yeah. I went there once. It was very cold. It, it is. It's, it is really cold, but yeah, sweet tea, sweet tea, and, you know, the occasional adult beverage, you know, uh, you know, you know, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My you adult know? lemoncello LaCroix. <laughs> What I do is I pour out the lemoncello LaCroix and then just fill the can with lemoncello. And so, I mean, isn't that what you're supposed to do? I mean, I don't. When in Rome, I still don't know what that means. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But yes. But let's talk about tea. So not sweet tea, but hot tea, (laughs) which is hot brown water, which is what Ted Lasso calls whoa that transition that transition was flawless Um, you know when you've been podcasting for six years (laughs) you learn some things mostly you should learn not to do it because it is a thankless job that takes up lots of time but Uh, yeah yeah ted lasso let's talk Ted lasso Uh, what's the the old ted lasso you know i almost i was very close to just shaving just a mustache just for this but i just it didn't work out that was so many people thought they were being so clever going as Ted Lasso for Halloween. And it just wasn't that clever. I'm not I, talking about I, Isaac I, from the Infinity Bros. <laughs> I mean, I am kind of subtly, not so subtly because we said his name. Uh, but there were, there were just a lot of Ted Lassos. I did see mm-hmm. I know, somebody I follow on Instagram, like posted a picture of her brother. And like he had the AFC Richmond sweater. And he looked exactly like Jason Sudeikis. So it was pretty That's crazy. Impressive. But did he sound like Jason Sudeikis? No, I don't. I don't even. I I don't do accents because I'm bad at them. I mean, I do general Southern California accent. I talked to somebody from the South once. I said, "What do I sound like to you?" And like, oh, you just sound like people on TV. I'm like, oh, I'll take it. Oh, because I'm totally hearing. Yeah, dude. Surf. Well, there, I mean, there, that's there are all some I'm hearing. That's in all there. that's that's all that's know, coming out. I know. I'm just dude, hearing the surfer low. I've never even <laughs> surfed. <laughs> i did I go try- to the beach though two weeks ago and i nice. tried once and it was awful and yeah, i'm never doing no. it again so but anyway so t- 
Ted Lasso season one. How many times have we said, well, anyway, Ted Lasso, let's talk about this totally unrelated thing. (laughs) This is all the filler episode. Uh, No. Uh, Yeah. So Ted Lasso. um, So I will put up a warning. If you guys have not seen this show, once again, this is full spoilers. Also, there is a little bit of a language. Ted Lasso dies. I say, (laughs) I say a little bit of a language warning. More like Ted Lasso there's there's that a lot horrible. of them. yeah so <laughs> so it is not uh i i came up with the term nsfc not safe for church uh yes. it is absolutely not safe for church no there is a lot of cursing in it but it is very funny cursing it is it is <laughs> like, it's... you can't like right like i was i was ta- i felt so bad i was talking to my former youth pastor like i still call my youth pastor because my youth pastor and we were talking mm-hmm. about it's like yeah i just wish there wasn't so much cursing and i'm like I laugh every time Roy Kent says the F word because it's so funny. Oh my gosh. I love when he's like, he's cussing and his little niece is there. Yeah. And she's just kind of like giving him that look. Yeah. And then she said, I think one of the episodes she was cussing. She's like, yeah. okay. You can't cuss Kylie yeah. <laughs> or uh, whatever her name, uh, Macy or whatever. I can't Phoebe. even remember. Phoebe. Thank you. Yes. Uh, no. What? When it's in the first season and Roy was having ice cream with Phoebe and he goes to Kent's or Ted's apartment and Ted's like, how's the ice cream? He's like, good, it's effing ice cream. I mean, like, just like, like, it's so perfect. Like, that is the oh exact right gosh. sentiment about ice cream. It's effing ice cream, and it's so good every time. That's the genius of Roy Kent. That it is. I shouldn't, like, I don't, I don't curse very often. I don't like when other people curse mm-hmm. around me. But I, something with the accent and Roy Kent being Roy Kent, just, I mean, it sounds like, you know mozart just him using the f word it's amazing well you haven't been a, you haven't listened to obviously listen to my podcast a lot but that's all we do is cuss so i do <laughs> listen to your podcast caleb i've listened to some episodes i listened to some recent ones i don't want to i don't want to throw shade at uh frostbite four he seems like a very nice gentleman <laughs> he's talking about how much he likes spider gwen but he kept calling her spider woman i'm like she's not spider woman like spider woman is jessica drew <laughs> it's Drew's daughter just kidding that's not uh anyway so so yeah so it's not safe for children love you it was very nice hearing you talk uh it's not safe for children if you don't like cursing it's prob it's definitely not the show for you but if you can like get past all that i think you know like i think right like what makes it so great are the there's all these endearing relationships Mm -hmm. and fleshed out characters and i love kind of what the the promotion for season two was kindness makes a comeback because while these people curse and there's an edge to them, they are genuinely kind and mm-hmm. good towards each other. And absolutely. you don't see that a lot on TV. And this show has like a ton of heart. Oh, I, I did not expect. I absolutely did not. Actually, I'll be honest. I went in the show. I kind of knew a little bit of a premise. So I won't like bore everyone with the whole synopsis of two seasons because obviously you've watched if you're listening to this. But um, so, you know, this American football coach goes to england as this soccer coach and he has no idea what he's doing and honestly even at the end of season two he still has no idea what he's doing yeah um but it's just his coaching his ability as a coach and a leader um which which really just um uh makes him successful and his positivity and that's one of the things that i really like about the show is that it gives you this look into like what's it like to be a positive person and to Mm -hmm. really take that positive approach i mean any of the most, I will say most of the time when Ted faces a lot of, you know, challenges or anything, he comes at it with a positive attitude. And I mean, uh, besides, I think his, when he got his divorce, that was a little bit tough. Yeah. Um, but you know, in that, that whole part, it was like, he just, everything, everything was positive. Even when Rebecca was like, yeah, by the way, Ted, I, you know, I, I was trying to make you fail. I brought you in to fail. Yeah, and that's such a powerful scene. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, just in that, just, well, good. That's one of my favorite scenes. But yeah, just I think the, Mm -hmm. and like how he's so positive, but even at the end of the first episode, right? Like, you see him, he's on the plane talking to Beard. Hey, if we see each other in dreams, let's let's pretend like we don't know each other. I mean, and he he remembers the cabbie's name and he's talking to cabbie and he, you know, puts all the stuff in Ned. Ned? Nathan. Nathan, Nate, yeah, yeah, all stuff. Nate's like, you know, all this stuff. Like, he's so positive, so great. And then it's such great writing and so economical, right? That the end of the first episode, we have him talking to his wife, and like, oh, there's there's tension there. So even with all this positivity going on, 
then oh like here's this thing that makes like because he was just positive all the time then he's a caricature like he's not a real person but the fact that he has his divorce with michelle going through and then the panic attacks then all the stuff in season two with going to therapy and dealing with all the issues from there i think if he'd have just been positive it the show wouldn't it wouldn't have it's it's always got some real issues yeah it's always good to see the flaws in those kind of characters too. And I, and then that's, I know that's kind of what you're saying here, but it's like, um, you know, is with the anxiety and stuff with this, it really makes his character just really stand out. One of my favorite TV characters, I will say. Yeah. Um, just because he's just, I don't know. I just love, I love the energy that comes from the show. It's, it's, um, it's funny too. I mean, you get oh, some really hilarious, hilarious moments. La- laugh out loud. Just pause it, rewind it, just to catch it again. I've rewatched the whole first season. I think like three times. I've only mm-hmm. watched the second season once so far. So I'm much more well versed in the first season. So Scott, did but you yeah, have a so in the, in both seasons? Did you have a favorite episode? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm trying to think. So I think it's Diamond Dogs in the first season. It's where Roy and Keely are starting to get together for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Keely does a little interview in the interview room and Roy talks about doing yoga with all the mom, the old ladies who don't know who he is. And that's great. And I think also in that episode is where we have the dart scene with Ted and Rupert. Oh, that was so good. And that, I mean, that's oh, it was so good. Yeah. I think I played that whole scene on an episode of my show because I loved it so much. I had to blur out some curses because there's curses and it's funny, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think that is a great, great episode in, mm-hmm. in the, in the first season and the, the, the funeral episode in season two was tremendous. And that scene where Rebecca is talking to her mom and Ted is talking mm-hmm. to Sharon and it just goes back and forth. I mean, that is just a, a tremendous, tremendous scene of television. And I really, I know a lot. Of, I will, we maybe I'll ask you like, I loved the beard episode. In oh my gosh. Two. I was, that is one of my favorite episodes is the big, yeah. I love Coach so beard. many people are like, what was that? I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> it was, but it was, it was so amazing. Ridiculous. It was so ridiculous. Yeah. It was, it was such like a side, like, let's just take a break from the, yeah. what's going on in the show and let's just do something crazy. And it, it was, was like, fantastic. if Ted Lasso was a comic book run, oh beard gosh. got his one shot. It was just like, off the side doesn't really matter and it told us so much about beard but it also didn't tell us any more about beard so it it taught it it showed us more about his character but it still kept a lot of stuff just you know under wraps and kept him a mystery which is wonderful so yeah i'd say it's, for sure those those two episodes were my favorite mm-hmm. i think it's really hard for me to pick a favorite i mean i i liked i liked them all i mean yeah. the f- first couple episodes i really enjoyed um just because it was kind of building the characters building the like the kind of the world of ted lasso Mm -hmm. um i really enjoyed like the first episode was is great i was just kind of scrolling through my episodes here too um i really did like the first episode of season two where uh danny rojas kills the dog by accident like see like we've been talking about this show for you know we've been recording for 25 minutes uh probably about 10 minutes of actually been dedicated to the lasso and we just now talked about danny rojas who is the oh best my gosh. danny rojas what's his, what's his uh what's his uh running out well he always sings it uh oh i can't think of that what what does he sing when he runs he just out? sings his name danny rojas danny rojas doesn't it's, he but he does it out he does it like in a in the tune of some song and i can't oh. i can't remember danny yeah rojas. i don't remember i yeah, do know danny rojas kicks the ball and kills the greyhound <laughs> so great it was it was funny and really sad at the same time i was like oh my gosh um i did like the you know there was the episode where they're um uh, the the bidding war episode where they uh where roy gets bitted by the but the oh where they're doing the benefit for the children i enjoyed uh i enjoyed that one as well but uh speaking of we get to see how just of a monster Rupert is like Rupert kind of takes a back seat in the second season, but he Mm -hmm. was very much the villain in season one. And for all the people who are redeemable and that's the thing, like you want, like we, as people, I mean, like the, the reason there's redemption in stories is because it's the story of the Mm -hmm. universe, right? The redemption of humanity through the death of Jesus Christ on the cross. And so we, as humans, like we want to see people redeemed, but even with Rupert, like, nah, that guy should stay a jerk because he sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah. so like he's so horrible same way with like uh 
umbrage from harry potter like they're just bad guys we don't want to be redeemed because mm-hmm. they're so bad and you know for for niles from buffy the vampire slayer to to be such a hateable character is pretty awesome mm-hmm. well i will say you know with rupert really gives rebecca that drive which is cool because at first when i first watched that and i see i'm like rebecca was like i brought ted in to mess the t-. i'm like this lady oh <laughs> i was like i'm yeah. not a fan i'm not a fan of this lady she seems like she's gonna be the villain and then we kind of uncover why she is the way she is why she's mm-hmm. doing this and it's like wow i i have a lot of sympathy for her yeah like just, absolutely it's it was it was making me really sad for her and 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 the fact that we got that was i i like how they slowly unraveled why it wasn't just a bam bam here it is um it, it, they kind of stretched that out stretched that little storyline and then you know sh- her and ted's relationship kind of started blossoming you know, this friendship and him bringing her the biscuits every morning and which by the way those biscuits looked fantastic like i want to try those biscuits and when he gets mad where he's like i didn't want to do the rest like oh i did dang it he just gets so mad <laughs> at rebecca and I, yeah and they're in and, and it's not just like rebecca's not all bad but she's not all good. And even when you're starting to like her, that's when she ships Jamie Tart off, you know, in the first mm-hmm. season. And so they just, you know, they keep, the, the writing's so great and they just keep pulling you in and pulling you out and pulling you in and pulling you out and just bring so much depth to all the characters, which is, which is great. Now, speaking of which, let's kind of cover some of the characters we liked. I know we kind of talked about it a little bit, but just some of the characters we liked and disliked um i had some very strong feelings about one particular character like dislike completely from like start to end um but one of my favorite i i love coach beard like i don't know why it's just that deadpan like he's just he's he like yeah (laughs) just yeah uh yeah and he just references some tv show or something Mm -hmm. and uh i just it it cracks me up every time and like i said the beard episode was phenomenal and it's just it's just awesome i just love him and ted's relationship yeah i think um, that's what's what it's so great because you know beards like beards the one who's reading the book about how to play soccer so like ted coaches the people and beard is actually the one coaching the sport the thing for which they were hired and so they're very different and you're like oh beard's all business but beard like plays in all of his shenanigans i mean one of the, the best examples of that i think in the first season where nate is like talking and he's you know like being unconfident and Ted's like, Oh, we can't people who hear people don't believe in themselves. And then like Nate says something and like both Ted and beard, like, Oh, you're too loud. It's like, so he's mm-hmm. all nonsense, man, a few words, but totally bought in to everything that, that Ted's about. It's Oh yeah. It's a it, character. This is the, his comedic timing too is yeah. awesome. It's just, it cracks me up and there. And even when he's mad, I was, I was laughing when he and Ted were kind of going back and forth when he yeah. was mad. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so fantastic. But he made some really, really strong points. He did. About it matters. Like, these things matter. Winning matters. These aren't college kids. Exactly. Um, And Brendan Hunt, the actor who plays Coach Beard, is a Cubs fan. And so I got to see him on some Cubs broadcast over the summer, which was great because the Cubs were terrible. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Um, I brought sports into your nerd (laughs) podcast. (laughs) Ooh, sports. Oh, Gross. sports ball. You know, it's a baseball. Stop calling it a sports ball. Seriously. <laughs> Again, things that make me mad for no reason. <laughs> I don't get the sports ball. It's a basketball. You know what a basketball is. It's the big orange one. We have all the it, Scott is just he's he came. Just, this is a cathartic thing. He came on this podcast to rant about the things. Here's he just... the thing. Those are just <laughs> always ready to go and at a drop. Like it's like I'm just always ready to complain about something like you. I went to Costco today. Not a big shock. I would have cost her most days of my life. I picked the wrong line. Like I thought, I'm going to go to this line and it was the wrong one. The person in front of me, their card wasn't working. And then there was like a supervisor come sign something. And the whole time I'm looking at the check stand to my right, the check stand to my left. And like the people that I would have been in front of are already through. I'm like, no, I am fortune's <laughs> fool. What's my Sisyphean task? Pushing this Costco shopping cart uphill to only have it come crashing down on me. It's the worst. You're having just a little bit of a Larry David curb your enthusiasm kind of thing going I've on. I've never watched it. curb your enthusiasm. It is awful. And it's it's hilarious. And I wasn't allowed to watch Seinfeld when I was growing up. So it's 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 yeah, it's all 
it's it's a pretty awful show but um in terms of like content but it's funny um well as long as it's yeah funny, that's okay right it's, yeah as long as we used to I tell mean, ourselves roy in kent, high school i know that kid's crying but it was funny right guys but roy kent cussing is hilarious as well roy so kent i can't cussing is hilarious speaking of which roy kent is also yes fantastic character scott i know he's on your list of like absolutely favorites. just in the first season just that kind of old grizzled veteran just the thing like his relationship with jamie's heart in the first season where he's trying to get him to come along and he doesn't and he talks about how like he's like like the fact that your foot has been kissed by god makes me doubt my own theology i mean just so many so many <laughs> tremendous lines <laughs> and just oh my favorite scene with roy kent is when oh, there's so many great like when you know ted gives him a wrinkle in time and it's about a girl like seizing her leadership opportunities and Roy Kent so angry that he's the little girl seizing his opportunities and he's reading it to his niece. <laughs> and then he goes to the club. He punches Colin in the face. He tells James like, stop messing around with Nate. And then he drinks a sip of whatever, like the whipped cream vodka. And he says, what a child, like just dresses him down so hard. I love that scene. Oh. It's just the comedy in it is hilarious. I also like how um, one of my favorite Roy Kent moments was uh, when his niece, there was something like her breath was just awful. Yeah. There was something yeah, yeah. I don't remember. And he was like, we're going to go door to door. We're going to go door to door. Find until, a, until find a dentist on Christmas. <laughs> I'll give you each. What was it like? He was like 10,000 pounds or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that was, that was great. He's like, yeah. And seeing his relationship. Going, You're a dentist. Niece. <laughs> is so great like he's so gruff just this old grizzled cursy football veteran and then just to see him with phoebe his niece he's so sweet he's so kind she loves him so much yeah and that and then the i i wish the whole second season i know they needed to get him to be a coach because they had to Mm -hmm. for story's sake but seeing him as a commentator on oh my gosh was was amazing just he, so great because he just didn't care what came out of yeah. his mouth and that's the that's the best part because he doesn't care he's just yeah. like i'm gonna say he's very uh, his character is very black and white he's gonna just say what he has to say and that's it yeah um it's and the but i love how he has his little soft spot for you know his 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 niece that's 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 just yeah. fun for his character um yeah but and once again i i really you know some really what stood out for me uh, Scott is the the side characters like just the the side characters just popping up like Leslie Higgins. <laughs> I liked Higgins. Oh, he grew on Leslie. me. Oh yeah, absolutely. He grew on me. I was like, this is such a great like he he's just there. He feels bad for doing what he did, but he's just you know he's like I'm just gonna help the team and he's just fun. You know I I don't know I I really enjoyed his character Keely. Um, another fun one. Um. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of bummed about the whole she's she's starting her own agency. I'm kind of curious what her role is going to be in season three. Yeah, um, because she's not going to be part of of the club anymore. So it's like, yeah, well, and how she are you and Roy's be... relationship might be ending and be on the rocks. So that'll be an interesting turn in, in season three. That's now... Nate in his his massive uh, heel turn. That is my least favorite character. You don't like Nate? I do. not. Did you like, like Nate, Nate in the first season? nope wow nope i he came on screen i'm like oh i'm like wait am i the bully am i the bad guy <laughs> <laughs> i was like do i know is am i the villain <laughs> you're like right yeah ted lasso the series where jamie tart is the hero picking on that hapless date like he's the hero I why is it called ted lasso it should be called jamie tart <laughs> do 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 jamie tart do 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 um yeah no i did not like nate i just he was just re- it's really annoying mm-hmm. and i don't know and I, I i almost feel like i should feel bad but i really don't because he became kind of a jerk at the end of season two kind of he's a bad he a, guy he's a villain you see it in his gray hair it was just oh so are, is nathan gonna be the bad guy I think he's so, gonna be the absolutely. antagonist major antagonist because that'd be yeah i think i think he and rupert i think rupert will be more in the third season since Rupert owns a club that Nate's the coach mm-hmm. for. Uh, so, I, but I, so I think, I think Nate will find his, I think season three will about feel about redeeming Nate. Like the first okay. season was about redeeming Rebecca. So I'm really confused about something and not confused, okay. but I had to go look it up. So I don't understand. It was kind of, his whole downfall was kind of weird because 
I was like, why is he mad? Like, why are you mm-hmm. mad, bro? Like, I don't get it. He <laughs> he like blew up on Ted, and I'm like, wait, did I miss something? Did it? And I had to go back and look, and it was like little minor things that I'm like, all right. No, it goes is- back to when it was. It's when Roy came a coach, and you can see the tension. Like Roy comes running into the stadium, mm-hmm. and everyone's like cheering for Roy Kent, and like Ted's all excited, and you just see Nate like standing off to the side. So I think that was kind of the the initial thing where Nate thought, oh, like this guy is going to push me aside and, and you, and you see it. Right. And so the, yeah. the things that, that Nate brings up are legitimate issues mm-hmm. that in his relationship with Ted, like Ted did kind of leave him to the side. Ted wasn't as invested in him. And we like, well, but Ted did so much for him and Ted did so much for him. Like, yeah, he didn't. We all love Ted. Cause it's who the show's named after, mm-hmm. but Ted wasn't perfect in that relationship. And I think that's what I, I like so much about is like, you know, we so often want to be the heroes in our own stories and we miss out on the little things that we have done along the way to maybe make ourselves a little bit of a villain. And so I think Ted Lasso missed those things. Be- Again, we can just fight like, well, yeah, Ted was dealing with his dad committing suicide and Ted was going through therapy mm-hmm. and Ted was doing all this. So how could Ted be worried about Nate when he's got so much other stuff to worry about? Like, well, but he spent the f- whole first season being concerned and worried about Nate yeah. and then just felt like he he left him to the side. So I think it's it's an interesting way to i mean at least for me to like oh like am i do like is there somebody out there like seething in anger because i haven't (laughs) reached out to them like i said that i would or not even like i said that i would that i that i Mm -hmm. that i by my actions said i would be there for them a student ministry intern you're gonna see him one day it's gonna have gray hair you'd be like oh that's him it's yeah <laughs> jokes on you i don't have any interns nobody <laughs> wants to work for me <laughs> oh my goodness i do have an assistant um, she likes working for me though i know i i think i think that it was great i think it did great character development i think that right and so like in the first season when they uh go they have their away game make rebecca great again and they're playing at liverpool or whatever and and mm-hmm. Nate has all these things that he wants to say. And like Nate's Ted's like, you say them. And so Nate, like, you know, basically roasts all of the players. And we all like that scene, right? Cause it's Nate and he's funny. But when you look back on that scene with where Nate ends up in season two, that was cruel. Like it was funny, but it was mm-hmm. not, like, there was like, there was too much cruelty. Like Nate enjoyed it too much. And so yeah. even them planting those seeds at the end of the first season to see them sprout kind of this ugly withered, toxic tree makes sense for the seeds that we saw planted in the first. So again, I just think that in a, you know, I read some interviews, like they knew exactly where they wanted to end up with season mm-hmm. two of Nate being the villain. So they're planting those seeds all the way through season one. Which but is, I mean, like, great. come on, Nathan, like Ted got you this far. It's some walk on your own, bud. I mean, that's how I feel. I'm just like, walk on your own, bud. You just, exactly. You just need to do it. You just need to do it. But that's he, true. But you got that Ted love and you, you know, it's, you can't be independent. But no, but like, but so, but like, you know, I'm not justifying Nate because he made some poor choices, but I mean, just even like the psychology of it, right? That if all Nate wants is approval from his father, which he never got, and then he gets this wave of approval from Ted, but then it's taken away just as quickly. So now it's not just the, you know, the year of their relationship. It's the year of his relationship with Ted, plus all the unresolved anger from, you know, 35 years of a relationship with his father. So like Ted's like, so it's like, we've only been friends for a year. How can you have this much animosity towards it's like, well, Nate's like, well, it's been a year, but also 35 years of unresolved anger with my father that I'm now transferring on to you. So it's just like, right. Like they're fully fleshed out characters mm-hmm. that do all the things that we all do in real life. And you're like, how could, how could Nate do that? And you're like, oh no, I've got all this unresolved junk in my life and it is currently affecting my relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. I better do something about that. Like, I love when like art can share those things mm-hmm. with us. And like, I mean, if, if we think about it and have conversations like, ah, oh, that's funny. That guy said the F word a lot and then turn it off and eat ice cream. Cause once again, it's effing ice cream. So it's <laughs> well, uh, Scott has his opinion. I have mine. Can we agree? Yeah. That's but, okay. Uh, Nate- but Nathan is uh, Nathan's uh, horrible character, so you know. I don't. I don't uh. think there's any characters in the show that I didn't like because they're all fully mm-hmm. like flesh out. Even you know, even Isaac, the the footballer, the captain. Like you know, he got his mm-hmm. couple scenes in the first one, and then he got that scene where he lost his mojo, and Roy Kent took him to play on the street with all those people. Like even just the most that was minor a good, characters. That, that was, was a, a very scene. good scene. Um, um, was the, Isaac the one that was the? He's all of a sudden. <laughs> He's, he's a captain. barber. Well, no, yeah, he's he, a, oh yeah, yeah. And then Sam wants his haircut. 
I love it. I love it. So yeah. everybody gets everybody gets everybody one. Gets one. Yeah. <laughs> and Sam used it. So I think all the, the side characters, I was, I was most disappointed that like Jamie didn't have that much to do in the second season. Cause he mm-hmm. was tremendous in the first season and he comes back in the first two episodes. But after that, he just, he just becomes another one on the team. And it's kind of funny, right? That in the show, they're talking about how Jamie isn't as good as football because he's lost his edge and he's not being an a-hole. And that's kind of what mm-hmm. happened to him in this, in the show, right? Like he's not as much of an a-hole anymore. So there's not as much conflict around him. So he just sort of mm-hmm. becomes this other character. Like it, like when he showed up, he was still great. And I love the way he says Kile and you know, it's awesome, but I just, you know, and like, you can't, you had to bring Dr. Mm-hmm. Sharon in, right? Like Dr. Sharon had to be a character in season two. So you, somebody had to go to the background and I, yeah. mean, I, I know, I know why it was Jamie, but Jamie in the first season. Oh my gosh. So great. Yeah. I was a the, Dr. Sharon. I'm not saying she was a bad character or anything. Not like Nathan, but like, she she not was, like that guy Nate is the worst <laughs> no, i'm serious am i the villain uh but uh she she was just an okay character for me i like like i get why she was there but i was like oh oh i, I guess I, I she wasn't my one of my favorites by far but um the rest of the characters i really enjoyed uh the christmas episode was really fun yeah um where everybody went to leslie's house uh-huh yeah, that's right. That was so great. All the all the players show up. And really just like, yeah, they've all been that family and that community. It's great. So it's so in the last episode of the first season, Ted's, you know, they get relegated down to the other league. He says, We're gonna get promoted and then we're gonna win the whole effing thing. So that's what season so season one, relegated, season two, promoted, season three, win the whole thing, show's over. I think which I'm fine, which honestly I'm fine with that. A, a show ending on its own terms and going out on top is way better than the fourth and Dragging fifth seasons out, of Arrested you know. Development, right? Like <laughs> where an amazing show now gets that response. <laughs> the show in itself became a mon- I'm a monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, See, right? I even re- like the jokes from the first three seasons, they still make us laugh, but oh, they're so oh, man. Yeah, that- it's just like, I don't even want to exist. Just let me watch seasons one through three because they're tremendous yeah. television. It doesn't exist in my head. I just, yeah, no. One through three is is it. It's like just, season man, four pops up on my trash. TV and I throw a shoe at it. I'm like, oh, we got to get a new TV, Alicia, because season four tried to enter my life again. And she's like, you're an idiot. You're right. <laughs> wow, what, is, what does that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I think I think season three, it'll, I think season three will be about the redemption of Nate uh, working mm-hmm. for Rupert. And I think that uh, Richmond FC will win the Premier League. Is there anything else that you're kind of looking, you want in season three that the first two seasons didn't give you? No, because like, right, because I didn't, like, that's what the, that's why this show is such a gift. Like, I didn't, mm-hmm. like, I didn't know I needed it. And and so we started, we watched this in like September, maybe like, no, I don't know, like 2020. So I live in California where we, have been taking the pandemic seriously and we sort of live life like it's a thing and it's affecting our decisions and lives that we live Mm -hmm. and you know kind of across the world and in most parts of the united states like the fall of 2020 was very bad like it just wasn't Mm -hmm. great and so i think that's why i've connected with this show so much is because we started watching it where we really needed to feel good about something yeah because everything else sucked, right? Like we put up all of our Christmas decorations on November 1st last year because everything sucked. Like people were sick. There was social riots and injustice and people left our church because we'd spoken out against injustice. Like all these things, like last year was so bad. And Mm -hmm. then here comes a mustachio Jason Sudeikis, freaking (laughs) Jason Sudeikis, Floyd from 30 Rock, with this gift of joy and happiness that I did not know I needed. So I don't know what to like, cause every like, right after that first episode, it's all just been gravy. Like I didn't know I, I didn't know I needed this. I didn't know I was expecting this. And so mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm kind of like that with most media. I'm just happy to watch whatever, but I think this, this has felt really, really special. So I'm honestly tempted to watch, rewatch it again. Yeah, I know. I'm, me too. I'm, I, I'm watching I, it right now. Actually, I'm not even paying attention to you. Unlike like, you, look, Scott, it's, I, yeah, it's, 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 it's all right now. Let's watch it together. <laughs> We're going to spend the rest of the podcast just watching episodes. Yeah. Uh, no, but uh, I'm, I'm with you, Scott. There wasn't anything that I really felt 
you know, I'm there's obviously there's some story arc stuff yeah. like the whole we we want to see what happens. Obviously, with Roy and with, Keeley and Sam exactly. and Rebecca and you know all the football stuff and yeah. But uh, yeah, I I I was pretty satisfied every season. You know, yeah, and, maybe in 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 the the first part of the second season where you know Sam learned about you by air and then they did all mm-hmm. the protest stuff like. I wasn't expect like that came out of left field. I'm like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm real- like that was a great storyline. Um, you know, like I think there's still stuff to do with Jamie and his dad. Cause his dad popped up some in, in this season. I think he was in the, the beard episode actually. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot, there's a lot there. So yeah, I don't like, that's the thing I, you know, like I don't, I don't think critically too much about most things I watch because most things I watch to be entertained. Ted Lasso gives you enough to think about critically and to be, yeah, it does view to look at it and really think about it and unpack it. And the, the creators, the writers, the directors, they all do such an amazing job of giving us something worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It's like, I implicitly trust them to give me something great because they've not failed me yet. And if they can just not fail me for one more season, then we'll have a great relationship and we'll all ride off into the sunset and it'll be awesome. So, so yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for whatever they have to throw at me because they've given me things I wasn't even expecting. And it's been, have, have you watched the video with uh, Anthony Hopkins and he's chatting with uh, the guy from uh, mythic quest and they're like talking or whatever. He's like, yeah, I was in your show. And uh-huh. uh, he's like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You were in an episode. You narrated like you were in the show. And he's like, oh, I don't really remember that. And uh, he's talking all of a sudden uh, Jason Sudeikis calls and he's like, Oh, Hey, Hey Jason. And he's like, they're just chatting. He's like, I'd love to be in season three of Ted Lasso. I want to be Keely's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want to see in season three. You I want, want to see Anthony, Anthony Hopkins. Hopkins to be Keely's boyfriend. Exactly. That's, that's what I want. Um, yeah, that's my expectations. You know, so <laughs> shoot off a tweet to Jason Sudeikis. Be like, Hey man, I really liked we- you in horrible bosses. Do you want to, uh, <laughs> it needs to be some other movie. That's like, I really liked you. And, uh, remember that, uh, that, that one movie i've uh, seen like three things that jason sudeikis has been in and i've loved them all that's the problem like he's great in 30 rock he was awesome on saturday night live and horrible bosses was hilarious it was it was now i'm trying to think what else i've seen jason sudeikis in i'm sure there's other things it's not he was in what was that movie he was in that movie with um jennifer aniston uh what is the name we the millers yes that one i didn't see that don't <laughs> oh that's right he was the mandalorian he was the bike scout trooper uh let's see what else lots of stuff last man on earth that was a funny show that's true he was downsizing permission this is great podcasting just going through somebody's imdb this is what the people come to the mountain nerds for <laughs> and everybody's like all right and, and skip to the end <laughs> This is where they put on their uh, two if times. If you three. haven't watched 30 Rock, just another television show, watch it. Jason Sudeikis is in it. And you and Tony did a did a did a chat about we did that a whole episode of 30 Rock. I don't know if anybody else cared about, but we loved it. I listened to it. I enjoyed it because I did love, you watch 30 I love Rock? 30. Oh yeah. I've okay. seen it a couple times. Man, it's oh, so good. What was that? what was his character's name in 30 Rock? Floyd. Floyd. So yep. Cleveland, Cleveland Floyd. Yeah, he, goes, he moves to Cleveland. Yeah. Because Cleveland is the greatest city on earth. <laughs> mm, I've never been there, but no, more not. sports. The greatest baseball game ever happened on a Wednesday in Cleveland. <laughs> it's the one li- with the red stitches. Stop saying sports ball. You understand it. It's not even it's a puck. This- it's a puck. It's played on ice <laughs> with sticks. You know what hockey is. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you live in Cleveland, I'm sorry. <laughs> is it that bad? I don't know. I've never been, but I think they don't they call it the mistake by the lake. I I don't know. That's probably funny if you live there or not, or if you. I don't even know if they're a lake. I don't, I don't have, know. There's no bodies well, of water anyway, where I live. I guess this is where we'll wrap it. Up. Just the ocean. <laughs> Why, man? It's not like the whole episode hasn't been like this anyway. Well, we're getting off the rails. We better end it. Like what happened at the beginning? We should have just stopped back then. Oh, wait, was this a Ted Lasso? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Exactly. This is what happens when two dads that are tired chat late at this night. What, so. It's like, there's no children. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been saving up all these. I just, my five-year-old won't let me talk. I've got to get these words out of this microphone. <laughs> well, guys, that will wrap up our podcast. Scott, thanks again for coming on, man. Caleb, can... thank you so much for having me. I really, really do appreciate it. 
I appreciate you. I love your Twitch streams. I, thank you. Thank you. I thank just, you. I appreciate your friendship and being so kind and encouraging and sharing my stuff. And it's great. So thank you for Scott sending is, me this free t-shirt that I won. He did. It's awesome. You could win awesome mountain nerds gear. If you follow us on Twitch where right now we don't have a giveaway going on, but you know, or that's not to say we you may know what's better soon. than winning it. Paying Caleb Just for it. Paying for Go it. Go to teespring.com, search Mountain Nerds, and buy yourself some amazing Mountain Nerds gear like this shirt that you can't see because this is an audio medium. It's gray. <laughs> this it's is going to be right at the beginning. It says Mountain be, Nerds. It's going to cut it and put it right at the beginning, it and then it'll does be my ad. Drink a little bit after you wash it. So either buy a size bigger or, or just, plan on losing some weight right after you buy it preferably the second thing so yeah. i mean you know just muscle you know that's that's all you need but um yeah that's, that's why my shirts don't fit i'm too muscly <laughs> it's too much muscle just did you know out. that uh henry cavill like they had to keep making new outfits for him in the witcher because his muscles were so big Wow, they would do that complete opposite for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, we kind of have to keep adding material. Caleb kept bending over and ripping his pants, guys. Just, <laughs> we have to, just, just I know, just... I know they didn't have polyester sweats in my in medieval times, but just, <laughs> just get them. It's okay. <laughs> what, is, what is that? Oh no, trust me, that's uh, that's there. That's, yeah. that's that was in the video games. Wasn't that uh, the worst as a kid when you split your pants at school and you're like, oh no, and your mom's like, just wrap your sweatshirt around your waist. I'm like, gosh, mom. Just give me some pants. Just give me some pants. Just give me some pants. Um, but anyway, Scott, where can they find you? If, if people are looking, we'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> do it this, again, I'd I guess. After this, I'd be surprised. <laughs> um, uh, you can find me. Uh, you can go to my website, thechristianerd.com. Uh, all the stuff is there. If you just want to follow me on social media, I really like Twitter. It's my preferred social medium. You can follow me at Scott Higa. That is S-C-O-T-T-H-I-G-A. All right, or guys, search for can... Scott Higa in Google. And I'm one of the first ones. There is a professional bowler named Scott Higa. And there's like a, <laughs> there's like an HVAC guy in Hawaii also named Scott. So Higa. it's not those two. It's not those two. <laughs> so as long as you don't pick those two Scott Higas, how often solid. do you Google yourself? That's a good 30 rock uh, joke. I don't hey, know. Liz, can but, I Google myself in your office? But, yeah, Trey. Now, can I use your computer? How else are you going to do it? But I think up to this point, people just have stopped listening to yeah. this episode. Scott so Higa, go senior project manager for Southern California. Go not th- LinkedIn. That's the first one. <laughs> Well, guys, you can find us on our socials. You can find us on Instagram at Mountain Nerds Pod, on Facebook at Mountain Nerds Podcast, and on Twitter at Nerds Mountain. You can also find us streaming every Sunday at twitch.tv forward slash Mountain Nerds. Um, and that is it, guys. As always, I love you all. Stay safe, stay nerdy, and be blessed. Bye. Bye.